Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Budget, not so live. Halloween edition. I mean, I could have played Thriller or something, you know. Could have went all in with some MJ, but it's cliche. Everybody probably played Thriller today. Did you hear the Legend of Wooly Swamp today? Probably not. Probably not. This song, true story, scared the living crap out of me when I was a kid. Like most things did. And, you know, if we're just going to be straight up right now, I hate Halloween. I hate it. But my special guest on Low Budget Live, Not So Live, is my beautiful bride. Hello. Marissa. You do not hate Halloween, though, do you not? I do not. You do do not not hate Halloween. You brought home treats and snacks for the children. Treats and snacks are here. And, uh, you know... We talk about it all the time, like, I ain't, I ain't down with uh, haunted houses. That's a bunch of crap. No, uh, you're not. I'm not paying anybody ever to jump out from behind something and scare me. True. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I am not going to ever watch scary movies. No, nope, you voted that down for tonight. Yeah, that's stupid as well, in my opinion. Why be scared when you could just laugh and have a good time? Why be scared? Of things that go bump in the night. Why, why be scared? So, full disclosure, I'm a, I'm a gigantic um, vagina. Total you know? vagina. Total vagina. You know? I am. I mean, I'm a hunter. You know? I'm a, I'm a bearded warrior, I would say. Would you say that, honey? Um, you go. You go hunting. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got a really cool headlamp I use in the dark, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm creeping around. Because uh, you never know, really. You never know what's what's out there. Right? You're a Freddy cat. Yeah, okay. Well, thanks, hon. Uh, that's my supportive wife right there with uh, all my fears. But, you know, on the other side of that, like, I love scaring the crap out of the kids. Constantly. Like, that's a good time. Mm-hmm. That's a real good time. Like, I love jumping out and scaring Harper, our daughter. Who will never, ever be able to live alone because of you. 
Maybe my dad did that to me when I was a kid or something. I don't know. I used to, I mean, I, I was so scared of <laughs> everything. I was a child. I was so scared. Like, you won't watch the previews of a scary movie. Oh, hell, hell no. No, I'm not doing yeah. that. We're not doing that. There's there's no sense. Oh, um, but you know what does make sense? Star Trine. And Low Budget Live is brought to you by Star the amazing folks at Star Trine all the time. So why be scared, hashtag Halloween edition, of ethanol in your fuel when you could knock it out with some Star Trine? I see what you did there. You see that? Yeah. yeah. Hey, That's Star Trine, you're welcome. That's probably the best plug you've you've ever received from anybody. I know you sponsor Scott Martin. He's got beautiful hair and a beautiful smile and all he that. He does have the good hair and he good smile. He does have the good hair and the good smile. But, but, does he have a podcast with literally tens of 15s of people that listen to it? And does he give you plugs like that? Probably not. I would say. He's got a visor. He's got a cool visor. But he yeah. doesn't. he doesn't do that. So... You brought home treats and snacks. I did. And that segues perfectly into the fact that we are both on a really sucky diet. Sucks. And. What is this, day 482? I feel like we're in prison. Yes. Yes. But um, I've lost about 15 pounds, I feel like. And I'm down eight. Yeah. And we're we're looking fresh. So fresh. We're looking good. Mm -hmm. And we got tired of eating, you know, Wendy's cheeseburgers. I would hashtag eat right shout now. at me, but I would like to say Wendy's cheeseburgers are delicious. And if you'd like to sponsor Low Budget Live, Not So Live, Dave and Wendy, you know, hit us up. Or hit if us you up. just want to bring us a Baconator right now. No, no, we can't have no, that. we diet. don't want that. No bacon- Baconators. Do, do not do that, Dave. Do not want Baconators. We did, though, have a cheat meal Saturday night when you uh, bought me tickets to see Jason Isbell. Yes, we did. At the Ryman. And what did you think about that? It was, it was a pretty amazing night. It was a good night. It was a good night. Good night. We went to, uh, we went all fancy. We were so fancy. We went to Roos Chris Steakhouse mm-hmm. and uh, overdid it. We both ate about 12,000 calories. We had a little cheat cheat meal. Yep. It wasn't really a small cheat meal. Big meal. And uh, I'll just throw it out there on the podcast that, uh, you know, I paid for it immensely. Um, immensely. Yeah. Your boy needed some emodium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That uh, that old tumbly tummy was rumbling. Uh, I should say, is came in Winnie hot. Poo. Came in hot yeah. with the cheat meal. And... Had to run, run, run out of the uh, the Ryman concert a couple times, and I'm not proud of that, you know. But I'd like to give a big shout out to the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville for having having nice restrooms. And they have those little people there, and they're so helpful. The ushers that they're look the like best. they've been there since it was built. Yeah. And they just sit there during all the loud music, and they don't even. It doesn't they even sat seem through like, Diarrhea Planet, and yeah. I, the band, not you. <laughs> so to clarify, um, there was a band that opened <laughs> for Jason Isbell called Diarrhea Planet. Um, Jason's like you know Americana, country, rock, and Diarrhea Planet is not. They're a heavy metal punk rock. And they actually retired. They announced that they were retired. They were great. They were a lot of fun, but they were they were crazy. Mm-hmm. And these little ushers, hundred year old ushers, yeah. Uh, but they announced on stage they're like they're pretty young guys, and they're like we're we're retiring. And there's a lady behind us that goes, "Thank God." So it's kind of funny. People weren't <laughs> expecting Diarrhea Planet. I wasn't expecting Diarrhea Planet after eating Ruth Chris either. But I had Diarrhea Planet. It was it was. It was, it was <laughs> I can't just... believe you sold me out for Diarrhea Planet. 
It was a lot. It was a lot, but turned it around to a good night, you know? It's yes. a good night. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jason Isbell, if you don't listen to Jason Isbell, you know me, big music nut, and uh, I'm sure a lot of you do, but he's got it going on and has for a very long time. Very, very long time. Um, so got you caught up to speed on that because last week on the podcast, Marissa, you weren't here. You probably didn't listen to it, but I was talking about how awesome you were for getting me Jason Isbell tickets. Maybe oh, you should listen to the podcast. Some I should more. listen to that. You should listen to the podcast. I need shout outs and hashtags. You do get shout outs and hashtags. Wife. Yeah. Hashtag best wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Best wife you've ever had. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm one for two. <laughs> I'm one for two. I'm, uh, you know, a little better batter than average this time, though, I feel like. I definitely feel like. Definitely. Definitely. Also, on the weekend, we had uh, the youth deer hunt mm-hmm. here, and our kids are rock stars. Totally. And um, Hudson Lee, the 11-year-old, Hudson Lee Duncan, got his first deer mm-hmm. and uh, killed his first little spike buck. As his Instagram post said, his first deer and first buck all at the same time. Yeah. So he was excited. He was crying, and I was crying, and uh, he he was really excited up until the point that we had to field dress the deer, mm-hmm. and the blood and the guts kind of got to him. And of course, my dad was with us, and my brother Blake, and uh, Wes and Charlie were there, mm-hmm. and my dad basically terrorized Hudson with uh, the blood from the deer, and Hudson wasn't all about that life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Weston. Is is still still on the the, the trail? Yes. Of getting his first deer, he had two opportunities last year, and uh, no, he only he only shot at one. He shot at one, and we yeah. didn't find it. And then he missed he missed smooth clean Sunday afternoon. But if any of y'all out there hunt, which you do, buck fever is a real thing, especially and with a twelve year old, and he gets it. So I always thought it was after you shoot that you get it. I didn't you get know. it worse. I think you, I think I shake worse. I shake I shake all the time when I'm you know when they're you get ready to do the deal, but um, after you got like this big release of adrenaline. But it's yeah. crazy. But my dad was texting me in the stand. It was funny, and he was just like, they had five or six does in front of them, and they're gonna shoot. They decide when they get close or whatever, and he's like, "Right now, we're practicing holding the gun while shaking." <laughs> this is before they ever decided to actually uh, make the shot. So bless him, bless it. Um, maybe he's just not meant to do that, you know? Maybe he just won't ever be a sniper in the military. Yeah, probably not. No, probably. Uh-huh. Not. But I can't say anything. Like I have steady in my life missed a lot of deer with a bow and a gun. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm not a marksman. No. Uh, I'm better with a bow than I am a gun, probably, which I don't shoot guns a lot. Um, you know, we're not we're not just gun nuts. We don't no. we don't shoot a lot of guns. We got a neighbor uh-huh. that just mows down AR-15 yeah, bullets know. all the time. I don't know what he's doing. It sounds like he's got a militia down the hill, mm-hmm. really. But uh, but that was awesome. So deer hunting. Is uh, in full swing now, so we've got uh, the black powder season opens in Tennessee. I'm sure this is really riveting stuff, telling you about the hunting seasons here on Low Budget Live, not so live, yeah, not so live with with me, the, with Marissa. You know, so much knowledge of hunting, hunting, love it too, don't you? Fishing and you know the the crazy thing is, last year I believe you would have gone hunting around the same time because we had uh, a visit from our fox friend, <laughs> yeah. 
I just shot it in the face. <laughs> Marissa and I were watching Game of Thrones last year. Very good show. Very good show. And after the kids go to bed. After the kids go to bed, yeah, yeah. And maybe kids. don't tell people, don't tell everybody you watch it. You got to pick and choose. We're literally it's, telling everybody we watch it on microphones. Sometimes we watch that, maybe. But it's crazy. Dark. Yeah, and uh, and like it was a terrible episode. We'd stayed up to like one in the morning probably or midnight or whatever watching this thing. And getting all caught up on the episodes, and there had been a real gruesome episode with with some uh, um, just, no spoilers here. Yeah, we're not going to spoil gruesome. it. If you've never it's watched Game of Thrones, we're not going to spoil it. But we're just dead asleep, and Marissa wakes me up, and she's like shaking, and she's like, "Hey, what is that?" And she's like, "Where are the kids?" And I'm like, "What?" And then I hear it. And if you've it never did, heard of it, did sound like a child. It screaming. did sound like a kid screaming outside of our window, like right at the central unit. We live out in the woods, and uh, we've lived here for a little, uh, almost two years now. Mm-hmm. And you never know what's going to happen around here. Um, but we thought it was a kid screaming or a woman, legit screaming. So we go running around the house. I'm in my underwear with a pistol because <laughs> I don't know what what I'm <laughs> going to do with that. But I was going to do something, and. Uh, I end up, we kind of calm down, we lay back down, and then I realize there's like a cadence to it. And I'm like, it's got to be some kind of animal. So um, we were kind of sweaty-palmed and uh, freaked out a little bit oh, yeah. about the about the fox. But um, we do know what the fox is. Yes, you know, we do. Song, we figured mm-hmm. that out, and it's horrible. Yeah, it's nothing like that little jingle. Which goes back to the fact that I'm scared of everything. Very And scary. right after that, Every morning I went deer hunting here behind the house, that little sucker would be out there just going, ah! it's kind of what they sound like. Yeah. Screaming. Then Marissa would call me. I'd be on the road. And she's like, little bastards. Back <laughs> <laughs> out here again. But I do feel that now he's just sort of part of the place, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I don't, maybe I wouldn't shoot him in the face. I probably wouldn't either. We're getting him on deer camera again, though. I've heard him scream a couple times, but it's t- it's time. I guess he's mating or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We've never seen two foxes. We've only seen one fox. Maybe it that's why he's so like intense. He's, he's, he's really very, trying to call something in. Yeah, he's here. super lonely. And uh, uh, yesterday, though, we had more craziness. Uh, uh-huh. We had a jackass walk up. Total jackass. Not me. Nope. <laughs> One jackass out, another jackass I was in Texas. This jackass was in Texas. And there was another jackass, a mule, in our driveway. Uh, You can check it out on Instagram and Facebook. But Uh I woke up to a video that Harper sent us of the freaking dogs got this mule treed in our driveway. Mm -hmm. She she referred to it as a uh, donkey horse. A donkey horse. There's a donkey horse in the yard, and I don't know what to do. And this is uh, our daughter who is uh, like Honor Society, uh, 4.0 GPA, but sometimes not the smartest cookie when well, it know, comes to describing stuff, you I, know? I'm quite intelligent, and I really didn't. Oh, well. I, I didn't <laughs> really have an crown. answer. Yes, very intelligent. I really didn't have an answer to what to do with that either. But you didn't call it a donkey horse. <laughs> That's the point. I was like cat dog. I it guess was, they're kind of the same thing. It was I don't so know. funny. We're not she, farmers. We're no. not farmers uh-uh. out here on, on in at the Duncan Plantation. We are not farmers. We, we honestly don't know where the donkey horse is now. It's just no longer in the. Yeah, kind of just left roaming around. Honestly, um, probably just roaming in the wilderness now. Just yeah. donkey horse out there, scared and alone. I feel like it'll be on deer camera, maybe. Probably. So I talk about you a lot hmm. on the uh, low budget live, not so live, 
And I've mentioned several times that you're you're pretty sick and tired of hearing about MLF, hmm. and uh, you're tired of those those letters and the BPT, yeah, and the Bass Pro Tour. I had to get all the letters straight so I can keep it all. Straight. Really, the only and I'll just go ahead and drop some knowledge on everybody right now. The only three letters that matter in my house are FLW. This right is now. true. That's this right, is true because that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing, and uh, that's what we're going to continue to do, and we're proud to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Very proud of it, and. Uh, but in that fishing world, so um, Bass Pro Tour announced yesterday that they're going to not have entry fees. So you don't have to pay to play. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. So those 80 folks that got those golden tickets, there they go. Yeah. They're just, just out there casting for free. Well, there you go. There you go. Good for them. Good for them. That's what we say. Good mm-hmm. for them. I'm not better. You're better. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm not bitter at all, actually. I'm I, I very think, happy for yeah. whoever made whatever change they needed to make and whoever did whatever they needed That's to right. do. And we're in a great place. And Yeah, we are. And FLW uh, 2019 is going to be awesome. No co-anglers. Um, shout out. Hashtag co-angler. Life matters. Um, because, because I was not, a co-angler. I, was, I, was, I always Yeah, it's going to be that. weird. I was I actually looking at some video that. footage earlier today of some uh, couple co-anglers I fished with that I really enjoyed last year. And them netting fish and stuff. I'm mm-hmm. like, this is going to be kind of weird trying to net them yourself, yeah. you know, all season long. Because I'm not coordinated. Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. And uh, not at everything. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Some stuff I'm better at than others. Um, hashtag awesome. Well, you shut up. What? I was Carry talking on. about music. Carry on. Carry on. So, so you're going to uh, net gonna... your own fish and not fall out of the boat and not drop the fish, yeah, and that'll right. be good. That's right. Um, and then it's going to be super strange. We've talked about this. So, like, Bassmaster, the trail was just decimated. They took 61 guys, and there's – so all the trails are going to look different. FLW has lost several people, mm-hmm. uh, upper echelon guys that are now gone. I think the only uh, big names, really big names that you know of from the tour – that are staying, um, you know, the the veteran guys are Brian Thrift, Scott Martin, and David Dudley are hanging in there, and they'll be there. So um, they got invites to everything, turned it all down, and I respect that immensely that they're like, you know what, FLW is legit. We came up through this, and this is where we're going to stay. So pretty, uh, pretty proud of that fact um, that those guys are sticking with us. We talked to Dudley, of course, last week, um, and then – with bass looking different, the classic is going to be the last classic for a lot of these guys. They qualified this year, and last week they had the classic bracket tournament, which was kind of the last chance. And they gave away three spots, and Chris Lane, Adrian Avena, and my boy Gerald Swindle made snuck into the classic. So super proud for G, especially um, because that's going to be a, it's going to be an interesting classic in Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, inquiring minds want to know are you going to the Bassmaster Classic next year is that a question to me yeah that was a question to you okay. I wasn't asking the microphone well I didn't know um, you, I have a busy life so you know it just, <laughs> just <laughs> my, wife, my wife basically just said she doesn't have time for me that's, that's cool I'm a busy well, person I know you are let me quit work hashtag let me quit work hashtag team Duncan <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening <laughs> 
<laughs> I could be your manager. Yeah, I need I need a little dose of that in my life. And uh, no, you know me. I'm I'm always up to go support whoever doing something. But you know our life too. So five kids and a hundred animals, and now we've got this donkey. Maybe I don't know. No, we don't have a donkey. He's, I've been here all day, and he's not here. He's not here. Um, you know, we didn't dress up for Halloween. I mean, I kind of I wore my fun I wore this fun shirt, but I mean, there's only so much well, I could do well, in this scrubs. Is, this is this is a podcast. Nobody can see your shirt, but I will describe it because you are in the uh, my lovely bride teaches radiology, mm-hmm. uh, rad tech, mm-hmm. so to speak. So if you get an X-ray in mm-hmm. Middle Tennessee, most likely my wife's got something to do with it. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her if you break a bone. That's right. You know, um, but she's got a shirt with a skeleton on it. This says boo, and it's really, really, um, it's a good-looking shirt. Yeah, I, I mean, like it's it. anatomically correct. He has all his parts and pieces because I can't go around uh, without that. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. And and I'm wearing a, a, a Costa T-shirt that I just grabbed out of the drawer. Yeah, one of 700. Yeah. This wasn't, it's not as soft, so I'll let you have that one. Yeah. Um, there's a rule in the house that all of his free soft shirts become... My sleepwear. There's also a rule that maybe I should go shopping again for some other clothes other than sponsor clothes. Yeah, but see, we're doing this diet. Who knows how small you're going to be? Yeah, I could be tiny by this time next year. You could be. Just a little tiny little breath of a thing. Wearing Charlie's clothes. (laughs) I don't think that'll ever happen, hon. Well. We could wear each other's shoes. He's got a big old foot, that kiddo. He got his basketball shoes today, and he's one of the only ones on the team. He's a freshman. He's one of the only boys on the team that ordered a size 12 shoe. So it was, he got in the car. And you would have to know, Charlie, you can look back through Instagram posts, but but Charlie is a, has been up to this point, a pretty small little fella, but he's mm. always had big feet, but he's he's growing into those. He's uh, eating into those feet. No, geez. Yeah. If anyone wants to send money for groceries. <laughs> yeah, so we can start a GoFundMe go, for Charlie's go fund me for, groceries. Yeah, and we've got uh, more boys coming up behind him that will also grow and eat. Yes. So guess well, I'll go to work. I've got an exciting surprise for you. I love surprises. Well, right now, uh-huh. on the podcast, dun, dun, dun. we are fixing to get... Look, I just made like sound effects. I like it. That's low budget, right? Very I, low budget. Did, Everything about dun, this dun, is dun. low budget. Yeah. Uh, but one of the favorites for the podcast, BK, Brad Knight. Oh, I love Brad Knight. We're going to get Brad Knight on. Let's see if we can... Have we told him that we're not going to live in a camper too? No, not yet. Okay. Actually, I have. <gasps> oh, he sent me to voicemail. Hang on a second. Are we At the tone, please yeah. record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang Low up budget. or press one for more options. Hey, Brad. Um, I think you're a piece of crap for not answering the phone on my podcast. We had this scheduled. I know it's clearly professional, and I texted you about 10 minutes before, but love you, miss you. I mean, maybe he's having an emergency. I doubt it. And I have my phone on Do Not Disturb, so nobody would call in during the uh, during the podcast. I don't even know how to do that. That's uh, it's too bad, Brad Knight. You don't know how to do that. Do Not Disturb. I can show you. It's okay. You don't want to Do Not Disturb. Well, I mean, I, it's really not an option. I mean, what if the kids need something? No, that's true. I only do it at night. Mm. And during the day when I don't want to talk on the phone, <laughs> or right now in the <laughs> middle right of now. the afternoon. Well, I did, I did, I did that. You know, it's all right. It's it's 
quitting time, you know? Yeah. So we uh, we do not disturb sometimes. So, well, while we're waiting on Brad to do whatever it is that Brad's doing, um, I got a question I always post, you know, and I, I didn't do it this week. Um, so I apologize. I had a couple leftover questions, but I'm going to grab one from Joseph Coppola. Wait a second. Hang on. Don't call it a comeback. Brad Knight just called in Brad. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? Speaking of that, Marissa Duncan is also a guest on the podcast sitting here on mic number two, BK. Sweet. Got the boss in there got today. The, got the boss in there. The better half. The better half. She's in here getting ready for Halloween. The operation. She is the brains of the operation. Uh, first question, Brad. Are you dressing up for Halloween? Man, I'm not dressing up for Halloween. We actually uh, celebrated Halloween in our neck of the woods last night, so we're off the hook tonight and headed to town to watch a movie with the family. So have a little family night tonight, I think. Are you going to have a Halloween movie night? Like a scary movie? I have movie? no idea. What is the movie we're going to see? Evidently, we're going to see something called Goosebumps 2. Oh. I no okay, that's kind of like a so Brad's got Tinsley, his little angel. She she's a little probably young for the scary Halloween movies. That's that's like borderline right there. That kid Halloween movie. <laughs> yeah, she's six. We don't want to uh, do any Michael Myers stuff just yet. Well, here's the thing, you know? dude. My dad apparently did did that. Made me watch some crap like that when I was a kid. I hate Halloween. That's how we started this Halloween edition of Low Budget Live. Not live is talking about. How big of a of of a vagina? It made you develop a complex, right? Yes, dude. I I hate it. I hate everything about Halloween. <laughs> I hate it. And uh, you know, I'm not I'm not paying to go to a haunted house and get scared. It's ridiculous. No, there's I'll enough scary things in the world. Uh, being yeah. a professional bass fisherman is scary enough. That's sure as hell scary enough. There's <laughs> no doubt about that. <laughs> I mean, absolutely uh, scary. Well. I appreciate you calling in because uh, I know all the low budget live fans, low budget live not live fans, wanted a hot tub update. How's uh, the weather's changed? A little bit, it's a little bit cooler at night. How's a hot tub treating you, BK? Uh, dude, the hot tub's great. There's no uh, no change of pace for me. I still get in it about five times a day, whether it's 110 outside or 50 outside. It doesn't matter to me. So. I'm One gonna... addition that I did make, I did make a little adjustment this past Saturday. I opened the windows and, and pulled the TV closer to the window <laughs> where my remote control could reach and just kind of laid up out there a little bit. And with the max volume up, it was it was pretty good. So it was lazy. I worked really, really hard to be as lazy as possible. I, you are truly enjoying your off-season way more than I have been. I, I drove 20 hours round trip to Texas for TH Marine for the last two days. And I uh, got back late last night, and I'm ready for some hot tub time myself. Uh, my problem is I can't ever get my bride in it anymore. She's really? right here. Yeah, I, I can't get her to get in the hot tub with me. And, uh, I mean, I've left like a – we've been on this crazy diet, so I think maybe I can trick her with like a trail of like treats, like Snickers out there. there go or get something. some Halloween candy. Yeah, but I can't get her I can't get her out there. <laughs> I'm not gonna trick or treat you in the hot tub. Hey. I'm not gonna... hey. 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 Ladies and gentlemen. This is a kid's show. Now it's getting interesting. <laughs> no, it is getting interesting. Trick or treat. Trick or treat me. I like that. 
Our kids well, are going to love this episode, Brad. We talked about a lot yeah. of things before we called you that our kids are yeah. going to be wishing they never heard. Super proud well, children. That's just part of it. It they is, really. Adopted. Hey, listen, I don't care that my youngest is seven. It's time to grow up a little bit, you know? That's right. That's right. how the world works. <laughs> so are you, getting, are you getting everything wrapped up uh, for 2018 and getting prepared for FLW Tour season Man, next year. I think year. so. I think so. You know, we're kind of uh we're kind of getting close. I, I really try to have all the business stuff wrapped up by the first of November generally because once the calendar hits November one for me, it's deer season until December. That's but right. everything got pushed back a little bit, so I've still got a few things hanging out. I, but I'm seventy five, eighty percent done and, and and looking forward to being at Sam Rayburn. Here's the crazy thing for FLW tour stop number one. We're just a little past uh, sixty days from no doubt from, uh, from day one of competition. So yeah, got a lot of things still to happen. New boats coming in, getting rigged, uh, you know, and all the stuff that goes with it, wraps, jerseys, uh, all that kind of stuff. But you know, it's all it's coming fast. Stuff. But no, it yeah, is. So. And yeah, I'm gonna try to get jerseys ordered next week. I think I, I'm trying to finalize. Uh, I got one thing. I've got to uh, let the ink dry on, so to speak, but. That's right. You and I have been talking, and, man, there was a lot of moving and shaking that went on. But we're very proud to be on the FLW Tour again. And, you know, you and I both, that's where our my, my fishing career actually started with the Bassmaster Opens years ago. But I took a huge break when I went to work for TH. And then my, my career got brought back around and rejuvenated because of FLW. And FLW changed your daggum life. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely, man. They, they provide a platform for uh, guys to make a living bass fishing. At the end of the day, that's all you can ask for. I, uh, you know, I'm glad to be fishing FLW Tour again. And and you hit the nail on the head. It, it literally had an opportunity there for me to change my life with winning the Forsman Cup back in 2015, winning a half a million dollars. And that was uh, obviously a special time. And, and you know, that's that's – Something I'll uh, I'll never take lightly or for granted. So I'm looking to become the first person to to win too. So that's that's goal number one. Well, if you don't win it this year, we got we got to both do our best to make it. But I would appreciate winning in Hot Springs this year, where you won in Hot Springs. If you don't win, that's true. That's I right. would I like to win, win in Hot Springs. Well, that, for great. me, I really party. well, I really uh, oh, it'll be a party. I, I would like yeah. for him to win too, Brad. I would, I would like <laughs> My to wife would really like to see some money. I come bet in. she gets in that hot tub if you win in hot springs. Or you won't oh, yeah. Get well, I bet she's going to too. I'll trick or treat that <laughs> hot tub. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll leave a trail of hundreds going to it. That's right. I was going to say three hundred thousand reasons to get in that hot tub. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can make that happen. I think. But the, you know, when I fished as a co angler, I made the cup there in hot springs. So I got to experience it. That was the same year you won. So it's super cool seeing you win that and being there. And then, you know, I was really bummed to not make it to Hot Springs this year because I thought it'd be really cool to make my first one at the place. I First one as a pro and the first place I ever made it. And so with FLW going back there this year, we're going to Hamilton, of course, instead of Washita, but got that chance again. So I, I'm, I'm the same way, man. I'm looking forward to the season and – uh we're gonna have a good time. So, are you uh, are you living the Lance life again? I'm sure. I am. Yep, yep. I sure am. Uh, traveling my 1172, and and it, for me, it's 
for the perfect setup for for what we do. Traveling, everything kind of stays the same. I can I can go out in the middle of December, load all my clothes for the whole year, all my food and stuff. I, I just I cook all my own meals, so I, I eliminate a lot of the variables by doing that. And you know, I, I, some people say, "Oh, well, you save a lot of money doing that on hotels." I, I don't know that you really do. It's probably close to being the same. You might save a little money. But you're living the lifestyle That's right. and controlling the variables you can. It's safer. You don't have to worry about getting your stuff stolen. You know, there, and there's several guys that do camp on tour as well. So, you know, you're right there with all your buddies. But at the end of the day, you go back to your own little area. And you don't have to worry about, you know, if you want to stay up later or keeping anybody else up, renting a house. So there's a lot of lot of things to it. But it's uh, I've been doing it now for probably close to a decade. And, and for me, that's the, the way I like to do things. That's the way BK rolls. I like That's it. it. That's I like it. it. Well, buddy, uh, we wanted to check in with you, and uh, hopefully our Tennessee Vols can climb out of the ditch. We got we got a little we got kind of screwed last week. I felt like yeah, it was terrible. We did get screwed. I'm not one to complain about the referees in it. Me all, either. That's just not the way I like to roll. That's what we should do. But we did have a little fumble there on the goal line that South Carolina ended up scoring on. And I'd like to have a call reversed on that one. But hey, yeah. you know what? We uh, the referees, we're getting dominated on the line of scrimmage, and that's that's costing us winning. So that's, oh, ain't uh, no doubt, no doubt. That's what that's what hurt. And maybe that the end of the day, man, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna have to worry about football too much this week because come tomorrow afternoon, I'm getting on a plane headed the north country of Saskatchewan, and I'm gonna be in the deer woods for about ten days. So I'm really looking forward to getting up there and kind of turning my phone off and get my mind right for the uh, for the season trying to shoot a big deer in the bush well you did that last year and i'm sure you'll do it again this year because you have turned into like this great white hunter like i've never seen in the last couple <laughs> of years you just mow everything nothing is safe i mean a man kills Nothing's a turkey safe, in man. his backyard next to his garbage can is That's really right. a true uh hey. is a true warrior i'll shoot him now don't think i won't <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, you tell uh, you tell Miss Becky and Tinsley we said happy Halloween, and y'all go watch uh, Goosebumps, and maybe we'll we'll talk to you when you get back from Saskatchewan, because nobody look. Brad Knight was the first ever low budget live guest, and nobody is a better guest than BK. Brad Knight. Well, I appreciate y'all all the time. Me. All right, buddy. Well, y'all have right, a y'all have a good one, and uh, be safe in Canada. I'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. All right, see Brad. Brad Knight. I like right there. Brad. I like Brad. Just a little, just a quick little update with Brad. Wanted to get him on, talk about the tour and uh, hot tub. Really, was the only reason I, I was yeah, just trying to. He enjoys. I was trying tub. to lead you to the hot tub down the hot tub conversation road mm-hmm. because when we first got it, we, you know, we enjoyed, we enjoyed it. it. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed it yep. and. Then it kind of got, then it got hot. Yeah. The weather was hot. And, and I you think always that, say you get too hot. I do get too hot. I mean, yeah. it, the water's hot. The outside was hot. I'm hot. You're hot. Jeez. It was just a lot of hot. And then I was just, I was, I was just simply too hot. Weather's turning though. Leaves are changing. I'm thinking, you know. Maybe it's time to give it another, uh, give it another college try. I'm thinking about it. Being a college professor, mm-hmm. give it another college try. I'm thinking about it. This is recorded, mm-hmm. so I do have that on record that you're going to proof. We can gonna, play this back that I'm going to maybe get in the hot tub. I've got to. Uh, I got. I, I started this before Brad called. Of course, we're super professional on low budget live, and you always know that. Um, Joseph 
Coppola. Life with Jock is what I know him as on Instagram. He's one of the uh, always on low budget live with us, um, and just a just a good guy. Always commenting, asking a lot of questions. But um, Joseph had a question, and I always try to end the shows with a with with a question or two. And this is one left over from last week. And Joseph uh, told me he's thinking about fishing the BFLs as a co angler, um, which shout out to FLW on another note uh, for offering the BFLs and the Coastas and a, and a true path to professional fishing, uh, working your way up the ranks. If you if you want to try and and fish professionally, there's no better tournament trail to get in than the TH Marine BFLs. Hashtag TH Marine team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the TH Marine BFLs are a great proven, uh, proving ground and you can, uh, you can learn a lot. And if you don't have a boat, like... Like Joseph's planning on uh, jumping in these as a co-angler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a it's a good thing. And I, I went and fished one this fall, and, and they're awesome. They're well-ran events. They're just as professional as an FLW tour as far as how they're how they're ran and the competition. A lot of times, which Marissa hears me talk about, mm-hmm. at the local level is is more stiff than at the professional level because these guys fish these lakes all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was very proud to go uh, do fairly well in the BFL uh, Super Tournament on Gunnersville this fall. But great tournaments. Uh, but Joseph's question is, he's thinking about fishing the BFLs as a co-angler, and he wants to know, from my experience as a co-angler, what's the right number of rods and reels and, and the proper amount of gear to bring? And my biggest thing always, and at FLW, when we had co-anglers and when I fished as a co-angler, it was very limited. Uh, we could bring seven, which is plenty. Most of the time, um, as long as your partner kind of leads you in the direction of, of, you know, is he fishing shallow, fishing deep? So you can, you can plan accordingly. And most guys will tell you that, but I would say six to seven rods. Cause that's not, you know, that's not in your boater's way, right? What gets in the way is a big old tackle bag, huge tackle bag, taking up space in the floor. So I always kept mine to a fairly small tackle bag, uh, with the, with the essentials. But I would mix up, you know, obviously you're not going to bring all your big crankbaits, a big old coffin box full of big crankbaits and all your jigs and all your spinnerbait. You know, pick a few things out to make sure you, you got every base covered for the most part and, and always fish your strengths to, you know, um, if you if you do like jigs more than something else, make sure you got several of your favorites because a lot of times a guy's burning down a bank, he may not go back and get your bait when you get hung. A lot of times with me, I just break my stuff off and, and, and keep rolling. Um, but my biggest tip for a co-angler especially is make sure you got plenty of shaky heads, make sure you got plenty of drop shots, uh, gear, drop shot hooks and weights, get you some little trocar drop shot hooks, some trocar uh, drop shot weights, and uh, laser sharp drop shot weights and get those, get you some shaky heads and, and get you some, uh, uh, like Nico hooks. Uh, Trocar makes a good Nico hook for a wacky Cinco. And I promise you, no matter where you go, if you fish for your own fish, don't worry about what the boater's doing. Focus on the back of the boat, what they leave you, what's out there. You will catch more fish than any co-angler out there. Uh, you know, I qualify for the tour professionally, uh, but I, I qualified through the co-angler side. I won an event as a co-angler. I qualified for the Forcewood Cup. I, I, I just, you know, I had a fair amount of success the year I did it, and I just did my own thing 
all the time. I did not worry about what my pro was doing. Uh, so that would be that would be uh, my co-angler suggestions in a nutshell. Joseph, uh, we appreciate your question. And thanks, everybody, for sending in questions. Next week, uh, trying to plan an actual low-budget live uh, with some special guests. Trying to work that out for next week. And, of course, I will post that to the Instagram story and the Instagram if we get that all, all squared away. I'm going to try to do a few more lives this winter um, and do the low-budget live, not-so-live to get us through. But like Brad said, not a lot of time left between now and it's, it's the tour, tour it's season. It'll working. be Thanksgiving before long, then mm-hmm. Christmas. I was working on the paper calendar today, and we're mm-hmm. knocking on the door. My wife, she mentions paper calendar, which is an inside joke to our family. But my wife, in this world of technology where you have uh, you know, calendars online, calendars on your phone, shared calendars, uh, different things, you can email, text, for the love of God, we can FaceTime halfway across the world from each other, see each other and talk. She still relies on a paper calendar planner. Mm-hmm. And uh, she'll be like, I got to bring my calendar home mm-hmm. so we can mark where you're, where you're going. It's really frustrating for a guy that lives his life uh-huh. with a lot of technology. I love technology. Yeah. My wife does not no. love technology. Uh-uh. I keep up with seven people, and I like to see it at a month at a glance. And uh, yeah, I like my I like my calendar. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right, one qu- I got a question for you. Oh no! Since we didn't, uh, this was what we will end low budget live with. Since we did not dress up for Halloween, uh huh. What would we? Uh, what would be your preferred thing to dress up as? We we talk all the time. Chicks on Halloween. Everything turns slutty, right? I had this conversation today with some grown women how Halloween has become women over the age of like 20. It's a reason to be, you know, it's little red riding. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, little red, <laughs> hooker. Yeah, little and, red and, and scandalous. You're, right? you're a horny bee instead of a honey bee, <laughs> and like all of these weird things, and it's like totally normal people that all of a sudden you put fishnet like, stockings yeah, on. Yeah, just like cue the music. Yeah. boom, here they and come. And it's like Dorothy did not wear that. She she didn't. She did not wear no. fishnets and, uh, and so, big black boots. No, so I had, had this conversation today. I don't I don't know. So I. I don't think I would have, I don't, if we had dressed up, what would I yeah. have been? Yeah, what would you have been? What would our couple have been? Because we, we, <laughs> <laughs> we, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, shout out to all the guys out there that your wives make you dress up. Oh, as man. It's just like, you know. Whatever. Whatever, you know. Shout out to that. Like, if you got a wife, it's like, hey, we're going to match the kids. You know what? You're a better man than me. Cause yeah. I, I've never done that. Uh, I've never, I've never dressed up to match, uh, match the children. Maybe we uh, should, you know. Maybe we should. We should try something different. Mm-hmm. But to your point, what? To my point, I guess I should mm-hmm. say, what would we be? This power couple, this bass fishing, radiology power couple. What would we go as uh, to a Halloween party if we ever got invited to stuff like that? Because we were very huh. antisocial. I don't know. We would, we may have to. Pinterest it. No. Oh, I know what we can. I did save something on my phone, which people can't see it, but it was really funny. I, I saw one today from Game of Thrones that we could have done. Uh, the guy that was uh, 
Dragon or Drago or whatever his name was, uh-huh. you know, Carlisi's? Yes. Dude, yeah. I could have done that. I don't have abs, but I got a beard. Uh-huh. And what was you that? Say that? Well, you were going to be Carlisi. Oh, well, I could be just as Carlisi as you could be Dragon. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. let's, and for those of you that don't watch Game of Thrones, maybe we should pick something else. What, what would you like to pick? <laughs> I saw that today and I liked it. You thought we could do that? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't. I'm not, I don't know. It's so far outside you of what You could go like we Little would, Bo Peep or something. And you're going to be my... Or no, it's Red Riding... Red, you said Red Riding Hood. I kind of like that. And, and I could be the, the big, big bad, bad wolf. wolf. Yeah. Hey, girl. Oh, my God. Hey, girl. I like that. Trick or treat. I like it. I, I very much like it. Uh, very much. So, that's it. We just settled it. Next year, if you invite us to your Halloween party, we're showing up as, uh, as the big bad wolf. And uh, are you going to be... Don't invite Scandalous us. Scandalous little Red Riding Hood? Is this going to be? No. Just think about how good we're going to be looking next year. Oh, I know. I mean, I have just, abs and stuff. Yeah. I probably won't be losing my hair anymore. It'll start coming back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Low budget live, not so live. Thank you so much. Brought to you by Startron. Startron. Got to get, get that Startron. Don't drink it, kids. Don't drink if it. If you're out tonight and you got a bottle of Startron, uh, don't drink it. Do not drink it. But pour it in your fuel tank to take care of that ethanol. You know what I'm saying? Ding! It's the best. Low budget live. Low budget Not live. so live. Not so live. Thank y'all so much. Thanks to my beautiful bride and my best buddy, Brad Knight, for coming on. And here we go. Take you out with a little bit more of uh, Charlie Daniels, who, if you don't follow on Twitter, he's crazy. <laughs> he's completely insane. Bless his heart, he's lost his mind. He, uh, the devil went down to Georgia. Uh, you know, classic songs, but he really likes to talk politics on Twitter. Yeah. No matter which side of the fence you're on, I think we can all agree that Charlie gets a little crazy sometimes. Shout out to Charlie. Low budget life. Thank y'all. Shore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. 
life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.